This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of Around the Hub City. Probably one of two editions. I'm out here at Coronado who has a rivalry game this week against Monterey, so we're going to make sure we balance it up, go over to 50th Street as well. 50th Street or 47th Street, what do you guys call it? Both. Because the front door is actually on 47th Street. but 50th The actual Street. address is 47th Street, so they get a little bit of both. Yep, the belly of the beast is what you can see on 50th Street. You went through a couple of these as a player. Um, we'll get into kind of the stakes for you guys in a minute, but there's something – I mean, there's rivalry games that all kind of have a different personality, a different flavor. This one, to me, has always been just kind of almost like next-door neighbors, maybe like backyard neighbors where you share that alley and somebody dared walk across it once and it's go time. What, First, let's go back to your days. What do you remember about those Monterey matchups that sticks out in your mind? Uh, very tough matchups, man. Um, you know, the, we we all knew each other. Uh, you know, the guys on this side and the guys on that side. You know, just from little league and playing against each other in middle school. But it was it was always a kind of a you know a love hate type thing. You know, we 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 got along with each other when we weren't playing. But as soon as it was time to line up, you know, it was a, a very strong dislike. Uh, for the other opponents. If I remember right, it was uh, Baron Morton's dad was on the other sideline at that point. And yeah. he, Monterey's always had a little bit of toughness, but he kind of he breathed some life into it when he got here. Just West Texas guy coming in here and kind of got them going a little bit. But you guys had it going. Yeah, they were – they were Monterey was really, really good. Um, back when I was in high school, I think they won district. You know, they, they went on a crazy streak of, of winning the district. And uh, Coach Morton was good, man. You know, they had guys back then like Art Tennyson, Josh Washington, um, Jamal Hamilton, um, Brian Harris, Antoine Smith. I mean, just the list goes on and on of the, the type of players that they had were pretty good. I, unfortunately, I never beat them really? when I was in high school. I didn't realize that. Yeah, my first win against against them was last year as a, as a head coach. So um, I really needed that. And you continued a streak last year. You guys, it's – slid towards Coronado's favor quite a bit. I don't know that – did Seth ever lose a game I, to them? I believe his first maybe year or two he did. But right now I think the streak sits at six years. That's dangerous. <laughs> I know you you be on one side of it, you you like being on that side of it. But that's – that'll get in the other guy's crawl a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it can be used for motivation on both sides. You know, they – we want to keep the streak going, and, and they, they don't want the streak to happen. So, um, you know, like I said, it could be motivational on both sides of the, of the stick. Well, I mentioned we'll talk about what the stakes are for you guys. Backs squarely against the wall. you got two games left. You've got to win those two. You need a little help along the way. But when you throw in that rivalry game on top of it, how, how, is that helpful? To You mentioned the motivation, but there's like a double-edged sword in this one. Yeah, you know, we, we want to win this game to have the opportunity to, to get in the playoffs, and we also want to win this game because it's a rivalry game. And, you know, both both teams right now don't have the greatest of records, but once you get to this to this game right here, the records don't really matter. Um, there's been games, you know, times where both teams had great records and it was a really good game. Both teams didn't have great records and it was a really good game, and maybe one team had a great record and the other team didn't, and, and it's a really good game because – like I said, the kids know each other. The kids don't want to lose to each other because, man, it, it it will truly stick with you the rest of your life. 
one of the the first year I had the site was when Coronado and Monterey played in the baseball playoffs in the third round, and that talked to some of those Coronado guys that left a mark that year. That's a different sport. This one's I don't, I don't know the rivalry's there and everything, but it seems like it's a little juicier in football. Yeah, it, it's sense. it's magnified when it comes to football because. You know, a lot of the baseball players or basketball players, a lot of them play football. Mm-hmm. You know, and football is a big thing. You know, the, it's in the big stadium. It's, it's, you know, it's got thousands of fans at the game. So, um, it, it's a big deal. And it's all, and you want it to be that way. You know, you you want it to be a big deal. You want it to be a little hate and a little nasty to it because it's fun. You know, you, you want to have great robberies like that. You know, I was at uh, Cedar Hill before I previously got here, and and we had Duncanvilles and DeSotos, and you know the, you know some hateful robberies. So, I think they just bring out the best in you. I'll get you to talk about your guys in a minute, but when you've looked, you've got Monterey video on behind us here. When you've watched them, what about them kind of jumps off the? You you mentioned zero and eight looks ugly, but they've been so close in a lot of ways in a lot of games yeah they're they're a young team right now and they're battling some injuries but they're still playing hard for coach thrash um and that's something you got to respect about what he's doing over there um kids aren't giving up kids are still trying to make plays and 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 do things right for that program over there they've i've mentioned this to a lot of people before they play them they don't they've struggled to have consistency on offense but they've got two Arguably, and I don't know if Hebrews playing this week or not, but they've got two of the biggest weapons, maybe if anybody in town, in Hebrew Hunter if he's healthy, and then Jaden Hibbler. First of all, you know Jaden's dad a little bit. Did you play with him? I don't. I, I know him very well. I know the family. I played with his uncle. Okay, his uncle. Um, Jaden's one of the better ball players, if not in West Texas, in in the state. You know, he's just he's small, compact, but man, he runs extremely hard. Uh, very shifty. And uh, he's a great kid, comes from a great family. You know who he reminds me of when I see him is a guy that you had last year. He, yeah. He's got some of those same characteristics that you better send all 11 when he's got the ball because it's going to take probably most of those 11. Yeah, he, he's very similar to Antonio, man. Just guys that aren't really big, not going to scare you when they get off the bus, but when they get the ball in their hands, you better wake up. And, you know, um, Hebrew, you know, if he plays, if he doesn't, man, he, he's he's a great player. He, he hit us for a couple touchdowns last year. Um, extremely fast, extremely athletic. You know, he can he can jump out the gym. Um, got a lot of talent. They've been using him in a bunch of different ways, man. And, you know, there, there's a bunch of kids over there that can hurt you in different ways, even if Hebrew's playing or not. You know, Cash Cash Lewis, I believe his name is, is a, mm-hmm. is a receiver DB that, that's got some length that can do some things to you. Defensively is where they've really taken some strides even last week against Cooper, they did some good things. What do you have to do against their defense to get you guys going? You know, we just we got to find a way to run the ball. You know, we find a way to run the ball, we'll be successful, and and the game will go our way. And then we just have to take care of the ball. You know, and and catch it when when Jet gives our receivers an opportunity to make plays. Our receivers have to make those plays. Let's switch to you guys. This isn't. I talked to Jet and I think Surreal a couple weeks ago. This year hasn't gone like you guys thought it would, hoped it would, wanted it to go. How have your guys surprised you or made you proud, though, by coming back every week and doing what they've done? Man, you know, we've been in a lot of close games, you know, besides two. Every game we've played in has been a one-score game. Um, And our kids, they just, they play hard. They want to win for each other, and that's what I tell them. You know, do it it for your brothers. Do it. Find something. Find somebody 
that's going to give you a reason to come out and um, work hard. And that's what they've been doing. And, and I applaud those kids for that because this season um, hasn't gone the way that, that we all planned it to go at the beginning. But, you know, fortunately for us, we can we still have the opportunity to make the playoffs and, and we control a lot of, of our own destiny. Like I said, we need to get some help. But, you know, if we win these next two games, we have a very good opportunity to get in. You saw the thing that, that was posted about Estacado and Will Blaylock today about there's so much more to sports than W's and losses, wins and losses. What do you think your guys have learned these first eight weeks of the season that regardless of what happens now, you hope they take with them moving forward? Uh, we always talk about adversity makes the man. Um, and in life, there everything's not going to always go the right way. You know, you, you would like to say that life is fair, but life isn't fair. Um, life's going to throw you curveballs. You know, you, you may get in a situation to where you struggle to pay a light bill or, you know, you, you got kids now and you you, you got to have the opportunity to feed those kids and things just aren't going the right way. Um, how do you bounce back? You know, how do you handle adversity? And that's what this season right now is teaching our kids a little bit. Just, you know, sometimes you're going to work extremely hard and, and, and you're not going to get the bounce that you want. You know, how, how will you bounce back from that? And, our kids are doing a good job, and, you know, we're, we're learning how to finish. You know, we're learning how to finish this season off right. You know, our kids are, are showing up to practice. We're doing things that, that like like we would be if, if you know, we were, you know, 5-2 and two right now, 6-2 and two right now. So I'm, I'm proud of the kids for that. And I'm hoping, you know, even though we, we're not getting the wins that we want, kids are still learning from this season and still having so much, some type of fun. Because you have a lot of older guys, but you've got a group coming back, too. You've got some guys that have to learn from this and take it into next year. Like I said, if you get to the playoffs, that's a great accomplishment. But your young guys have to kind of take this and go into the offseason and kind of remember, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we've played 11 sophomores on varsity wow. this year. And, um, you know, a lot of juniors – you know, and at one time I looked at our defense on the field and I think we had four sophomores and, and four juniors on the field, you know. So you're hoping that this motivates them to want to work hard, work harder, do the vital things right, and uh, get the program back on the right track. This is going to sound trite, I know, but when the thing from talking to Jet and Surreal the other day, and that's a junior and a senior, is that it, what struck me is that at school that those guys still love each other. You know, it's even though it hasn't gone the way, what, you can tell there's still that bond there that I think you've mentioned it before, but a lot of coaches have mentioned it. 20 years from now, you guys just had a class reading, you're, you're graduating class, but 20 years from now, they're going to be talking about, hey, you remember this, this, and this, and that's, that's a kind of a cool thing you get to watch in the early stages as a coach. Yeah, and we break it out every day on family. You know, I, I, I try to tell those guys and we, our coaches try to tell those kids we love them as much as we can. And we tell them don't, you know, we're not going to go out and win and beat people because we hate that other team. We're going to go out and win and beat people because we love each other and because we care for each other. And Ohana, that's the, the, the word for, for family and for love, and that's still strong at Coronado. A couple weeks left, Mustangs have some work to do starting Friday against Monterey.